In this Sikha, the Rebbe is going to be discussing the mitzvah of Hanukkah, of giving gifts to a slave after he goes free, and we're going to see how it can apply these days as well. The Rebbe says in regards to the mitzvah of Hanukkah, that a master gives his slave when he goes out free, the Sefer Achinuch writes, that even though this mitzvah only applies in the time when there is yovel, because in the time when there is no yovel, there aren't the dinim of evidivri of a Jewish slave. However, we could learn out from this, also for something of these days. The Chinuch says, Yishma Chacham, the wise person should hear this, and listen to this, and take a lesson, that if you hire a Yiddish worker, and he works for you, whether for a long time or for a short time, then you should give him gifts when he leaves, from that which Hashem has blessed you. Says the Minchas Chinuch, who comments on the Chinuch, he says, the fact that we could learn out this idea to, to give gifts to your employee when he leaves you, and we're learning it out from these dinim of Hanukkah, and we're learning it out because this is the right and the ethical thing to do, this is the moral thing to do, it's a nice thing to do, says the Minchas Chinuch, this would be true only according to the opinion that says that the mitzvah of Hanukkah actually applies to all sorts of slaves. That is, whether a slave that Bastin had sold him, or a slave that had sold himself. Then you could say, the Torah is telling you this is the ethical, the decent thing to do, and you apply it to an employee these days as well. However, says the Chinuch, according to the opinion, that Hanukkah only applies to a slave that Bastin sold, and that opinion learns it out, the Gemara says, because the Pasuk, when describing the mitzvah of Hanukkah, in regards to a slave that Bastin sold, so the Pasuk says, Hanik Tanik Loi, give him gifts, which they interpret as, as meaning, give him excluding someone else. A person that sold himself does not give, get gifts. If that's the case, then the mitzvah of Hanukkah is not just because of decency. And as he says, who knows what the reason is? Because if it would just be because that's the moral thing to do, then there would be no reason to differentiate between uh, the different types of slaves, whether it's the Bastin sold him or he sold himself into slavery. So if the reason is not because of decency and morals, then you can't learn out from the din of Hanukkah for an employee these days. The Minchas Chinuch, however, has a question and it remains with a question. And that is, the Rambam Paskins, according to the second opinion that we just said, that the Hanukkah only applies to a slave that was sold by Bastin. If it only applies to a slave that's sold by Bastin, not to a, one who um, sold himself, we said according to that should come out that we cannot learn out for an employee these days. We said the Chinuch says that we do say that an employee these days also gets Hanukkah, which would then imply that the Chinuch is of the opinion that both types of slaves get Hanukkah, and that's what we could learn out from, the, from those slaves to an employee these days. The issue is that it's not common that the Chinuch should be arguing with the Rambam unless in those cases where he explicitly says so. So the Rebbe says we could explain it in the following way. This idea that Hanukkah only applies to one who was sold by Bastin and not to one who sold himself, which is the Rambam's opinion and one of the opinions in the Gemara. But this itself could be understood in two different ways. What is the Chiddush of the Pasuk when it speaks about Hanik Tanik Loi? Is the Chiddush of the Pasuk that the whole concept of Hanukkah, that you need to be giving any gifts, that's the Chiddush. And therefore we say, since the Torah told it to us, 
Hanik, Tanik, Loi, give it to the one who was sold by Bastin. So we say, well, that's the only place where the Torah gives us this novel idea, and therefore we don't apply it to one who sold himself. And if that's the case, we also cannot apply it to an employee these days. That's one way of looking at it. The other way of looking at what the Pasuk is trying to tell us is actually exactly the other way around. That the Chidush, the novelty of the Pasuk, is not that the person who Bezdin gets gets gifts. Rather, the Chidush is that, a per, that he's the only one that gets gifts as opposed to the Moichar Atzmi. The Chidush is more that the person who sold himself does not get the gift. In other words, that the obvious given thing is that yes, we do give gifts. The Torah is coming to tell us that for whatever reason it is, the Moichar Atzmi does not get a gift. According to this way of understanding it, then what would follow then is that even according to the opinion that says that the moicher atzmi, the person who sold himself, does not get the gifts, but the given thing is that usually everyone does get gifts, so then we could learn out from the mitzvah of Hanukkah, of Machru Beistin. We could learn out for all other cases that they should get gifts, as long as it's not the moicher atzmi. So we could learn out from them also that, that that generally there is some obligation of giving gifts to all types of people. And therefore, we would be able to use it for an employee these days. As long as it's not someone that's clearly excluded or similar to the one excluded by the Pasuk. So therefore, going back to the Chinuch, since he is speaking clearly not about someone who sold himself as a slave. That doesn't even apply and is not even possible these days. Rather, he's speaking about this worker, this employee that had hired himself out to do work. So according to this, we could expl- we could learn out from the general din of Hanukkah that says, by the one who based and sold, that it is the ethical and the right thing to do to give him gifts as well, the employee as well, when he leaves the job. Says the Rebbe, these two general approaches of how we look at the Pasuk, again, is it mainly that the Torah is telling us that there's a concept of giving, of giving payment when he leaves. That's the Chiddush, and therefore we don't apply it anywhere else. Or the fact that payment is given, that's the decent thing to do, and it should technically apply to everyone, unless a Torah excludes it. Says the Rebbe, this could all be explained based on two different ways of understanding what's happening when we're giving this payment. One way of understanding it is that it's the, the gifts. One way of understanding it is that it's actually somehow in the category of we're giving him a payment for his work. That's what it sounds like from the Gemara, where the Gemara says, regarding to this, in regards to this mitzvah, that the Torah is calling the slave of here a sochir, a, like a hired worker, and just like if it would be a hired worker, says the Gemara, if he passed away, then the money of his payment would clearly go to his yershim, to his heirs, to those, to his children. So to Hanukkah, if the slave passed away, then it would go to his yershim. If that's the case, if we're comparing it or including it to a kind of payment, then it makes sense to say that the chidush of the posik is the fact that there is any concept of Hanukkah. This whole idea of Hanukkah is a very, very major chidush. Because technically this person was given already whatever he needs, needs to be given for all of his work. He's saying now there's something else that becomes part of a payment. That's a chidush. And therefore we wouldn't be able to apply it to anywhere else. The other way of looking at it is it's totally not a payment at all. This is more in the concept of similar something to, similar to tzedakah. In other words, the master over here is giving him as a recognition for his work as a slave. So it's, it's tzedakah, it's not an owed thing as a payment. 
It's more just being nice and giving him in recognition for his work. According to this, then seeming, then what should come out is really it applies to all types of workers. The chidush is a gzeiras The Torah is saying it's not going to apply by moicheratzmai by someone that sold himself. Because so so again, the, the the idea is that it makes sense. It's a nice thing to give someone a recognition. So this idea of machru based in is going to be what we call a milsa b'taima. It makes sense and therefore it applies equally everywhere unless it's specifically excluded. So which one of these two ways would the Rambam agree with? Again, is it a payment or is it tzedakah? So the Rebbe says we could learn this out when we look at the order of the Sefer HaMitzvah of the Rambam. Where does the Rambam put this mitzvah of Hanukkah? He is, does not put it amongst the mitzvahs of Eved and Om of the, of the servant, the maidservant, etc. He actually puts it right after the mitzvah of tzedakah. From the fact that he puts it following the mitzvah of tzedakah is implied that according to the Rambam, Hanukkah is actually within the Geder, it's related to this idea of tzedakah. So now, if we say that the Rambam is saying that it's because of tzedakah, so we don't have to say as the Minchas Chinuch was suggesting, that the Chinuch, who says that you should give to an employee these days as well, is differing to the opinion of the Rambam. Rather, even according to the Rambam, that the Rambam says only one who gets sold by based and gets Hanukkah, but now that we explain that it's really coming as an union of tzedakah, as an union of recognition, so what's the Pasa coming to tell us? The Pasa was coming to exclude a very specific case that doesn't get Hanukkah. The person who sold himself. But as far as the ethical thing to do, it would apply to all people, usually, unless the Torah specifically excluded it. And therefore, once again, we could learn out from this to the person these days, an employee these days, that we should be giving him the gifts when he finishes his job. Says the Rebbe, since this Hayrah of the Chinuch, we now understand, could apply to all, according to all opinions, meaning whether you believe that a person that sold himself gets Hanukkah or not. But we learn out, because of the Tzedakah element, we learn out that it generally applies to all sorts of situations. Again, unless a Torah specifically excluded it. So therefore, says the Rebbe, it's very worthwhile to be ma'ayr, to point out, and to publicize. People should pay attention to this particular directive, that when a person hires someone to work for him, and the employee finished his time of work, and especially, says the Rebbe, if one, um, if one uh, uh, sent away or fired the worker before the time was up, whether the person had finished and gone away from the work by himself, sorry, if the person had by himself quit the job, then there is no mitzvah of Hanukkah, like the din by an Eved, that if the slave ran away, or if he went out by sort of paying his way out, so then he does not get Hanukkah. But if clearly the, the employer is the one that sent him away, and whether it is because of there are plenty of workers without him, or because he's not happy with his work, says the Rebbe, we should make sure and publicize this idea that he should be giving Hanukkah, he should be giving gifts to this employee. And since the Rebbe says, Hanukkah, as we just explained, is in the gather of tzedakah, it's understood, that you can't just be yoytzeh by giving what you owe him anyways. In other words, the payment that you owe him for his work. That's obviously that you, you have to pay fully. 
Furthermore, even the additional things that the employer had made up in advance to give the employee when he finishes working also is not included in these gifts because all of these extra things are not part of tzedakah, all of these extra things that was made up to be given. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, there's also no difference how long the person was working for you. As the Chinuch said before, Zman Meruba, a long time or even a short time. There's also no difference whether you were happy with his work, or as the expression that says by the Eved, that, that your house was blessed because of him, or your house was not blessed because of, because of the Eved. In all cases, you need to give him the gifts based on the amount of time that he was by you. The more time he was by you, you have to give even more. How much more so says the Rebbe, if you actually were blessed because of him, then the halacha is, the din is, you have to give him according to the blessing that you got, you have to give him. You have to add in the Hanukkah from that which Hashem blessed you as the words of the Chinuch before. And then the Rebbe concludes over here that like in all matters of Torah, we also have this whole idea how it all applies to What's this idea of Hanukkah and Ruchnius? So the Rebbe quotes and says from his father, from Rebbe Levi Yitzchok, in his Aoris and his comments on Masechta Kiddushin, he says by an Eved Ivri, there's what's called, he only has the level called Moichin de Katnus. Moichin de Katnus Moichin is intellect, but on a, on a smaller, on, on a lower level. That's as he's a slave. When he goes out free out of his slavery, what he needs to be given is Hanukkah. He's now being given gifts. And spiritually speaking, means he's now going to be getting Moichin the Godless, a much more profound, higher level of intellectual capacity. He actually goes on to explain over there that the Torah mentioning Hanukkah mentions three different types of things that you need to be giving. And he explains how these three types of things um, refer to the different levels of intellect. But what does this all mean? What, what does this all mean in a more practical way? And how we apply it? So the Rebbe explains the idea of a master and a slave, Beruchnius, could also be a Rav, a teacher, and a Talmud, and a student. Where do we see this concept of a slave and a master? So the Rebbe, we see this in a Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan said, that someone that's going to help him, explain to him, teach him, how to answer a particular matter in Torah that was difficult by him, he said, I'm going to take his clothes for him, follow him to the bathhouse. This is the kind of work that usually a slave does for his master. Says the Rebbe, the Rav, the teacher, has to know that he needs to give the Talmud Hanukkah, he needs to give him these extra bonuses, these extra gifts. What does this mean? We said before, there's something called Moichin de Katnus, the smaller level of intellect, which is what the Rebbe's father said, that that's what the Evid has originally. So, or while he's a slave. Says the Rebbe, you can't just suffice by giving him Moichin de Katnus, in other words, you can't just suffice by giving him the minimal amount, that which he could understand right now. The teacher shouldn't only be giving the student that which he can understand right now, rather he should teach him in a way that when he grows up, when he matures, when he's going to leave the teacher... He should then be able to reach that level of moichin, the godless, be able to have those higher levels of intellectual capacity that the Rav, that the teacher himself has. What does this mean in simple words? So it's clear that the Rav, the teacher, needs to explain to the Talmud also the depth of the halacha that he's teaching. He should understand it well. Even if it takes revising, reviewing the halacha many, many times till he understands it. But that's still all the depth of the understanding 
that's Shaykh to the Talmud right now, compared to the Rav, we would call this Moich and the Katnas. This is still petty things, small things compared to the intellect of the Rav. So it might be deep for the Talmud only because right now he's not understanding it yet. So obviously you have to give him the depth of those things as well. But what about the things that are completely beyond the Seichel of the Talmud? Those things that even for the Rav would be called Moich and the Godless, even on the Rav's level, these are the very, very major things of intellect. You would say, that I'm not obligated to give to the student. That's what you may think. Comes the mitzvah and Anokan is adding and is teaching us. That it's part of the obligation of the Rav to the Talmud. Yes, we call it a tzedakah, but it's still this mitzvah of Hanukkah. The Torah is telling us we have to do this. That this Rav, this teacher, has to devote himself, has to work with his Talmud to the extent that ultimately the Talmud will be able to grasp, will be able to get even the deepest level, not only of the Seichel that the Rav was trying to teach him, but even the Rav's own Seichel on the deepest level. In other words, anything that the Rav has should eventually be able to come down to the Talmud as well. The Rebbe says this also applies in, in another area of those people that are trying to bring, and well, whether young people, either physically or spiritually, Talmudim in Yiddishkeit, their whole idea of Torah and Mitzvahs, are trying to bring people closer to Torah and Mitzvahs. So you might think that since the other person is only a beginner, isn't it enough that I'm just getting involved and really dedicating myself to teaching him those things to which he's currently Shaykh, to which he could currently somehow relate to? Comes along the Torah and says, that since he's your Talmud, even if he only learned from you Oisachas, one letter, the Mishnah Perkei tells you, tells us that even one who learned one letter already has to call him his teacher, Rabbi Alufayim Yudoy. So even if he learned only a little bit from you, you already have to give him that Hanukkah, you have to give him those gifts. In other words, you're going to have to get involved with him till eventually he will reach your level of Yiddishkeit, all the greatest and deepest levels. Concludes the Rebbe, that through the Avoidah of the Yidin, who are Avde Hashem, Hashem servants, in the Sheishonim Yavad, like the servant that works for six years. This also applies to the six millennia of the world. So then will be Zoycha to the time of Ashviyas Yeitzel Lachov Shechinom. When the Abishta will give not only the payment and the reward according to what we have done these days, but also the Hanukkah, all the gifts, the greatest Giluyim, which are like a Tzedakah, which are complete bonuses beyond completely beyond any avoider that we did. And the Ella in, and all of that happening in the seventh millennium, which is called Yom Shekulei Shabbos, Menucha L'chayei Ho'elamin.